friends, welcome back to another wonderful episode of the Joypad Podcast. I did it again. I didn't mess it up. My name is Megan. It's been a minute again. Uh, I think I should hopefully be back from now on. We'll see. Time will tell. Hey. Yay. Work has calmed down. I'm married now. Um, Woo. You know, just flexing here. Anyway, uh, I'm going to yeah. uh, just stop talking because it, this makes me extremely uncomfortable. Uh, Mr. Pinto, how are you? What are you drinking? What are you playing? I'm good. Uh, I don't think I told you this, but last week or the week before, I'm pretty sure I referred to you as the cryptid of our podcast. <laughs> and, you did. You, I th- you said that to me directly. And I knew <laughs> I knew you'd like that, so just wanted to throw that I out did. there. Um <laughs> Guys, it's uh, I'm bringing back a tradition. I have a beer. Ooh, Ooh. I do. It's it's an alcoholic beverage. We're popping that right now. Taking uh, a sip. I can't say grip it and rip it, baby. No, it's it's a bottle, not a can. It's a Heineken. I enjoy okay. a Heineken. I enjoy the Heinies. What's that look for? You've never heard them called that. Well, no, I have. Just I, I haven't seen anyone say that. And then there's this this awkward pause of nothing else. Well, I was drinking out of the Heine bottle. What do you yeah, want from me? Are, but the people on YouTube will know that. But like the podcast audio only fans for those uh, at home, those uh, two Mr. or three Pinto seconds are going to be a... yeah. are going to be weird. That's fine. Yeah, it is. Uh, okay, I'm also drinking ahead. water because, as we all know, hydration is key. I have not been playing too, too much. Uh, I've been kind of... I have so many games to play. And I have time now. And I'm paralyzed by indecision. Is, mm. is what is happening. Hate that. I have... I understand. I there understand. are so many I games I could it. be playing. And I'm still just kind of uh, replaying Resident Evil 4 Remake and playing Stardew Valley with a friend and just... <laughs> All these other games that I, I I could be playing Breath of the Wild, so I could play Tears of the Kingdom. I'm not doing that. So yeah, I, I have not been playing anything new. Uh, we have played some of the Outlast Trials, more of that. Oh god! <laughs> oh god! <laughs> For our YouTube viewers. Um, well, let me just say, for our podcast listeners, make sure you check out the YouTube version. I don't want to spoil it for you. Can't we just post this on on, on the face space? <laughs> I guess we could. It sure belongs in a face space. <laughs> it is a face space. He looks so disappointed at you from all sides. <laughs> I feel I feel appropriately judged. Uh, so we've played the Outlast Trials a bit. Uh, Tom, you, you missed out on some Outlast Trials. I'm sure you're not terribly disappointed. We have not played Raft recently, which we need to get back to. But now that all four of us are uh, hopefully able to convene on a more regular basis, I am hoping to play Sons of the Forest. Ooh. But that's really about it for me. I'm going to stop talking so I can keep drinking this beer. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Michael Fleming, what are you drinking? What are you playing? Uh, how do you feel about just the mass amounts of disappointment you have in Tom right now? <laughs> Well, I am good, and I'll just explain quickly that, yes, I froze on camera, and Thomas 
caught another picture of me, and <laughs> I look like I'm very judgmental in this picture. It's a wild so, Fleming. It's, it's perfect. It looks great. I am good. I am no longer full of potato pancakes, Megan, so thank you oh. for a wonderful wedding, and you weren't on last week for me to comment. Further, thank you. But I am no longer full of them, so that is good. I, funny enough, have been playing Raft again. I decided that I needed to step back from the Outlast Trials. I'm really excited for the next update they do of like hopefully some new maps or at least maybe change up some things because like I told you guys and you guys expected too, people know the maps perfectly. There's people that are like preemptively putting down traps or something to deal with spawns that are triggered by the next phase of the mission. So it's got a little bit dull, but it's fine. It's still a fun game and there's definitely some randomness they added in and I'm sure that more will come because it's still early access, which is mm -hmm. awesome. Um, so I would still definitely play with you guys and, and be totally content. So I went back to Raft um, because I still have my massive ship I want to finish. Uh, so I was playing that a little bit, uh, which is great. And I haven't yet because of uh, this weekend's past weekend's life, but um, I do want to play Age of Empires again too. I've been watching a lot of Age of, Age of Empires tournaments on YouTube again. Um, and I'm just like, man, I love this game. This game is so much fun. I like <laughs> RTS games. I, I still, I'm sad that, you know, RTS has kind of died out a lot of like, you know, for most people, like, you know, you're not going to see a lot of StarCraft twos come out again, which just revitalized the community, I don't think. So um, I just went back to Age of Empires and just, it was a fun game. It's a good game. Keep playing that. Tell Tell me if I'm wrong. Hasn't there been talk of a new, like, Warcraft RTS for, like, a million years at this point? Uh, you are correct. Blizzard is a shitty kind of company right now, so... Sure are. They're very much... And, and the other thing, too, is that it's much easier to do microtransactions on something like Diablo, which is why we've had two Diablo games. You know, basically... I would say back-to-back, -back, basically. Or is it three now? I can't even remember two yeah it's two um well are, are you counting the weird mobile game diablo uh, immortal i was just about to say there's like other mobile games and expansions they did which kind of confuses me how many they they've put out but two primary ones true diablo ones i'd say um and there's a lot of microtransactions that they can do in those so we probably will not see another starcraft or warcraft or just rts game in general from them i expect for a little while I might be totally wrong, and I'd be happy to know that, but yeah, so I, I don't know. That's one thing I don't like about microtransactions is I feel like it's incentivized a certain type of game, and we can talk more about this. I know I'm out of cycle, but... Yeah, no, um, you're right. I, I just I don't like that it takes away the possibility for good games that just don't offer that potential. Like, there are a lot of really great games that exist in a single-player sphere, that you don't really have a way to drop microtransactions into. And so companies are saying, I don't want to focus on that because it's not going to make me as much money. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. It uh, makes me mad. I, I do not disagree. And Tom, I'm sure that, or maybe in a few minutes, we will discuss what you've been playing. But um, I also heard a lot about Madden in the past couple days too, with the new cover and people talking about what might appear in the game and probably what will not appear in the game. Probably nothing. But uh, anyway, I think that's basically it. Like I said, just mostly mostly switching back to Raft at this point. Uh, I agree with you, Pinto. I'd love to play Sons of the Forest. I, um, I haven't touched it since it first came out. 
And now that we're all back together, that is the game that we should play. But enough about me. I think I mentioned, but if I didn't, just in case, Unsweetened Iced Tea is my beverage. I didn't know it was beer night, or I would have done a beer. Heck yeah. Um, but I didn't know uh, it was beer night until literally the Skype call was starting. Uh, that's why I didn't answer. I was downstairs grabbing a drink, and I was like, uh, beer. So <laughs> Sounds good. So anyway, I will not be on the podcast next week as I will be out. But uh, the week after, I will join you in a bar, uh, a bar, a beer. We'll keep you here in spirit. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm sure YouTube will appreciate seeing Disappointed Mike on all of your videos. Anyway, Tom, how are you tonight? Uh, what have you been up to? What are you drinking? What are you playing? What do you feel about Madden? I'm sure that will come up. Go ahead. <laughs> well, uh, like the rest of you, I'm surviving the smoke apocalypse of the Northeast at this point. Oh, um, Jesus Christ. I... Megan, I don't know how you're dealing with it, but my biggest concern is my dog yeah. because I have to keep letting him out to be in the smoke. And I heard somewhere that like 30 minutes of being in the smoke is equivalent to smoking seven cigarettes. Ugh. And I'm like, my dog needs to smoke zero cigarettes. So I don't even want him to be out there at all. I mean, we've been trying to get Alfie to come it. back for two years. So this is just like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Menthols? Yeah. Yep. Big fan. Yeah. <laughs> Virginia Slims. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's been tough, but I've heard that the air quality is uh, allegedly getting better very soon. Um, I think I saw somewhere that the expectation was that by the weekend it should be a lot better. So I'm uh, thankful for that. Mm -hmm. As far as um, what I'm drinking, I just finished an Orange LaCroix. Yay. In Madden news, which I'll just cover quickly... Uh, I have been playing some of uh, Madden 23, I think is the last one. Uh, I started a new game with the latest uh, roster update to the Bears, because the Bears have uh, DJ Moore and some other things that happen. I thought it would be fun to play around with that for a little bit. Uh, it's okay. It's still Madden. Um, and I have the same reaction I always do with it, and I have the same reaction I always do to the frickin' trailer that came out, which is, oh, they paid someone to do just enough for a trailer that's all in cinematics and it looks like it's the same graphics engine that it always has been and oh boy Josh Allen's on the cover I don't <laughs> care uh, call me when you have a franchise mode that does something uh, because I don't give a shit about Ultimate Team and that's basically it because that's all Madden tries to do is milk you for the microtransactions in Ultimate Team and it's bullshit because they make you start over every time you buy a new game too so eh fuck you EA um anyway that's enough for <laughs> Madden um I did actually since we were talking about Diablo I did buy a game because it was on sale um Warhammer 40,000 Inquisitor I thought you uh, were gonna say Diablo edition. 4 <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I but I have been tempted by Diablo 4, which is why I bought Inquisitor, because it's a Diablo-like game, and it was on sale for, like, I don't know, $12, $15. So it's like, well, if I really want to play Diablo that bad, I'll play Inquisitor. So I haven't really touched it yet, because I haven't had time, but it's kind of like, well, if I hit that point, then I'll play that game. Um, part of me does want to play Diablo 4, and then part of me is just like, it's just a Diablo game. I, I've been there. I don't know. I don't know if I care. I don't know if I do or don't. Um, and then uh, we have been playing Tears of the Kingdom. 
fun game. Um, having a lot of fun with it. There's a lot of ways to die in new and exciting areas. I, I think I came to the revelation that uh, Tears of the Kingdom and uh, whatever the previous one was that I can't think of Breath right of now. Breath of the Wild. The open world. Breath of the Wild. That's probably as close as I'm ever going to get to playing like Elden Ring or Dark Souls. Um, you die a lot in those games <laughs> if you're playing it. But you're never that mad about it. <laughs> Which is really interesting because it's basically the same mechanic as Dark Souls. I don't know if it's the cartooniness of it or maybe there's a slight childish edge to it that makes it feel less slap in the face. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot to like about it. Um I'm just starting to get some parts that let me build more intricate machines. So I haven't gotten to build crazy tanks or, I don't know, giant penis things or whatever people <laughs> are doing. Um, but I got my first steering wheel recently, so I'm looking forward to building giant tanks. Um, and I, I really like the way that the game kind of lets you free roam around a bunch of different areas, kind of regardless of your levels. So I ended up I would say almost accidentally going into an area called the Abyss. Oh. Which we found out is just an en entire underground layer on the entire fucking map. <laughs> it's huge. It's massive. It's very dark. Um, and there are some things in there that I have thought that have messed me up. But if I'm careful and I am lucky in combat, I can dodge around them and beat them in time that I will win that combat and continue my exploration. And I like that. Um, it's not very handholdy, but once you get to that point where you're on the proper game level, it's fun. Like, it's just nice to explore and do stuff and combine items. And I, I can pick up a sword and attach another sword to it. I was having the most fun in the <laughs> game with a giant club with another giant club attached to the end of it. I, it was it was my club club, and I kept smacking people with my club club. It was the best. I just <laughs> I'm having a good time. Uh, it's one of I hate to say it, but like one of the few games that as a grown adult I get like excited to play when I have time to play it. So nice. Uh, I enjoy that. I've uh, been playing a little Gloomhaven on top of that. Um, Gloomhaven's always fun. I unlocked a new character. Uh, I didn't know who it would be, and then I got it, and I went, eh, I don't know if I like you better than the character I had that I had to lose to unlock you, but hey, that's all right. I can only play so much Gloomhaven because it takes like an hour per session. Um, I want to say that's about it. Oh, I did get a new board game. Nice. Uh, Fleming, I told you I got Escape from Stalingrad Z was on the order list. It showed up just yesterday, I believe, so we will set up some board game time to play that down the road. And I'm working on a Starfinder RPG game that I'm going to host with some friends from Texas. So they just did their first character building session this past Friday. Uh, it went really well. Uh, I think everyone's really excited about it. And I have some fun ideas that we're going to explore. So that's my long-winded session because that's what <laughs> I do. Megan, how are you doing? How's everything going? Is marriage life still blissful? Everything good? <laughs> and uh, how, how's gaming life still blissful? Still good? How's drinking life? Still blissful? Still good? <laughs> Comedy comes in threes. 
ah no everything's good married life married life jesus christ is is fine i mean like we've been together for 13 years so it's really you know same shit different day and now we wear rings and the government's involved so you know i I think i wrote in the card that we gave to you is like if you expect nothing to change you'll be just fine (laughs) yes i I did i I greatly appreciated your note i loved it Um, oh, we were glad to be there. It was a great time. I'm glad that, that you guys were able to make it. It was fun. Yeah. Um Yeah, I'm I'm doing okay. I uh I'm drinking something that looks like a beer but drinks like tea. Uh I have a uh liquid death. It's one of their newer flavors. It's called Armless Palmer, so it's like Arnold Palmer. Um, but like less sugary. Uh mm. I'm enjoying that. Um, I really like their marketing. You know, it's just like water, but metal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sold. That's all I need. As far as games, I don't really remember what I was playing last time I was on the podcast. I think it was Resident Evil 4. Finally finished that. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Then I jumped over to Dead Space finally because I've been getting time to play games little by little. Finished Dead Space. I talked with Pinto a little bit about that and we decided that the plasma cutter is the best weapon and will always be the best weapon. I might play through it again when I have some more time. They have like a a new game plus mode like everything seems to do so I can keep all of my upgrades and whatnot. Also, I, I went back to and... I don't know if I really need to apologize because fuck that. Uh, But I did go back to Star Wars Fallen Order. Um, And and that's mostly because I wanted to try Star Wars uh, Survivor because of the the ability to have a sweet-ass mullet uh, for your character. (laughs) (laughs) I won't lie. Selling point. But uh, no, I, I started playing Fallen Order, and I'm, I'm actually really enjoying it this time, because I think, Tom, you tried it around the same time that I did, or we yep. talked about playing it, um, and I really didn't like it, but I had some time, and I sat down, and I got into it. Um, the combat gets a lot easier as you progress through the game. Um, so I kind of like understand what they were doing now. I think I was just pissed off that I wasn't like super awesome Jedi uh, right in the beginning. Yeah, I think that was me too. Yeah, I have a lightsaber. Why am I not killing things immediately? Right, that like, was me. <laughs> why am I not bouncing around, running off of things, and you know, hacking and slashing? But as you progress through the game and gain experience you have your skill tree of course where you can unlock abilities but part of it is that the main character has kind of locked certain parts away from himself from like his jedi training because he's Mm -hmm. been on the run for so long and trying to hide it that he's a force user that you don't have a lot of the abilities that you would you kind of unlock them through memories by going to different places and encountering different obstacles so as you progress and gain levels you open up more uh, in the skill tree and it makes it a lot easier. And that's when you get to start, like you can start doing the fun Jedi stuff. And that's when you can have fun. In the exactly. Game. Yeah. <laughs> you just need to kind of stick with it for a little bit, but no, I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's fun. I'll probably play survivor at some point. I don't think I'll run out, you know, and grab it right away, but uh, you know, I don't know who I'm kidding. I'll probably end up doing that. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else I'm playing. Nothing major, like we talked about. We were playing Outlast together here and there. Looking forward to when we finally play Sons of the Forest. Uh, I bought... We love uh, Katsumari Reroll. Um, (laughs) 
it's now available Hell on yeah. Steam. I'm super excited about that. So on the weekends when I stay up late because it's not a school night, I'll play that until like <laughs> three or four in the am, uh, three or four a.m. rather. Watch uh, some Dungeons and Dragons while I play it. But yeah, that's about it for me. Uh, you know, I gave Pinto guff. I forget Uh-oh. if it was on the podcast or not, but I need you guys to play House of Ashes so that we can actually uh, talk about it like four yes. or five years later, whatever it is. <laughs> I don't think it's been quite that long, or but it, it's definitely been at, at least two. <laughs> One or <Okay>. two. <laughs> it's been a minute. <laughs> or 15. I can't tell. <laughs> Time is weird. It's still 2019. Yeah, he told me someone spoiled the twist for you. Oh, and I'm yeah. Here to say, I'm here to say it's not that bad. <laughs> It's really not. I actually had no problem with it, so... Okay. Try it out. Have have fun. Play the game. I want to talk about it. <laughs> Did you guys play, what is it, De- uh, The Devil in Me? No. Not yet. That's not okay. Yet. It was okay. It was all right. Oh, that's a, that, it's a shame. It's just okay. The premise sounded really fun. It was it was buggy. I think that's what it was for me. Uh, um, maybe it's a good time to play it now, then. Yeah. Yeah, and they're working on season two, which the first episode is in space, it seems. I just love how that's real, and I joked about it, and it's real. I was like, I bet they're going to be in space, and you were like, um. (laughs) And yes, they did go Jason X on it. (laughs) I would also just like to say that uh, the mutual friend that Megan and I are speaking of does have very strong opinions on many things, so. Oh, yeah. I'll I'll take the, it's one of the worst things I ever saw, um, with a grain of salt. So, was that about How, uh, the House of House Ashes, of Ashes yeah. twist? Yeah, it's 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 not. It's really not. Like, but like, if if you're thinking it through it on your own, you're like, okay, that's plausible. Yeah. And then you get there, and you're like, holy shit! <laughs> like, they they do it in a very holy shit way. It's pretty cool. Like, I I thought I thought it was neat as fuck. So play the game. <laughs> we will play it and we'll uh, report back enthusiastically, okay. whether it's All right. positive or negative. We can have strong words about it. Perfect. I love it. And then Fleming can play it and we can all have words. Well, Fleming can just watch a YouTube playthrough of there it. There you go. I think that's what he would do because he doesn't have a PlayStation. True, true, true. It's that not available on Steam? All those games uh, are available on Steam, I feel like they Steam, are. I think. Yeah. yeah, you could play it on Steam if you want to play a game like that. It's probably cheap at this point. I would hope so. Because that's honestly what I'm thinking. I'm like, I may as well just buy the entire Dark and Dark Anthology dark. on Steam at this point. Oh, it, well, it's $30, which See, I think is kind of a lot. That is a lot. That's another bone that I have to pick with the gaming industry, but that's a conversation for maybe later or another what, day. Prices? Tears prices. of the Kingdom was $70. Right? For a Switch game, and how much have Switch games been? How for? much is Final Fantasy VII Rebirth going it's to gonna be? It's going to be 70 or 80. It's Man. got two discs. It's... Well, I, pr- I pre-ordered 16, and I think 16 was 70. I'm going to check. So, yes, th- that's like the first pre-order I've made in a million years, and I actually felt okay about it with the way that seven remakes been done. Can confirm it was $70. Okay. Though. But what, not remake. What's rebirth? Rebirth. I, it, Afterbirth. Uh, no, wait. That's the binding of no, Isaac. Don't, oh, God. No, sorry. Oh, God. But yeah, that'll it's be a, the next one. 
to kind of lead into our, our conversation for the, the evening, um, today was Summer Game Fest, uh, the beginning of it, and there were a lot of announcements. Uh, Nicolas Cage is going to be in Dead by Daylight. Uh, I know everybody is super excited about that. Um, is he going to play his character from Face Off? <laughs> I can only hope. Or is he going um, to I'm play his sure. character just... from Renfield? <laughs> Dracula? Probably. The difference. Um... <laughs> <laughs> it's Nicolas Cage. It's all just Nicolas Cage. It's all the same. He's all of them all at once. In He's makeup. a Dracula who has changed faces with John Travolta, who is also looking for the national treasure under the Washington Monument. And also is Ghost Rider. Yes, I would watch that movie. And hangs out with Pedro Pascal. Um, yeah. yeah. But anyway, Mortal Kombat 1, because I guess they're rebooting the series. It looks really good, though. I didn't watch it. I, I caught it late. It, um, it looks really good. I I am probably out of all of us definitely the biggest Mortal Kombat fan though. So, <laughs> I you know I I actually really like a lot of the care like I love the character design of Mortal Kombat. It's iconic. Let's be honest. Um, and as far as fighting games go, also iconic in its moves, fatalities. Yeah. Uh, I here's where I struggle. Fatalities have gotten too gross over time. Like, it was one thing when they were, like, the goofy SNES Genesis sprites, mm -hmm. and you were getting gory with that. I don't really want to see a man have his spine ripped out in super excruciating detail and played like a fiddle or whatever. <laughs> I don't. I'm I'm into all the punchy, freezy, get over here, all that stuff. Like, all the regular combat's awesome. Uh, call me an old squeamish guy. I don't know, but like, yeah, I'm I'm not into the super gory fatalities. Well, Mister Old Squeamish Guy, uh, I actually kind of agree because I'm weird and literally just play Mortal Kombat for the story. So, yeah, it's a fun story too. So like, I I'm totally with it with them rebooting that, and I I feel like that's a thing too. Is with fighting games like that, you get a lot of leeway to do a reboot, and I'm totally cool with it. Bring uh, back animalities and babalities. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, there are a lot of different announcements. We have a release date for Spider-Man 2, Fleming. I know you really enjoyed the first game. I don't know if you've played Miles Morales, but you get to play as both in the new game. And there's Venom, and apparently they've changed Venom. It it doesn't follow like any of the comics. There's an, oh, It's not Eddie Brock. Um, it's not Philly Venom? It's no, Brock Lesnar. A... Please say it's Brock Lesnar. <laughs> we, we can only hope that it's Brock Lesnar. If Brock Lesnar had the symbiote, the world would be destroyed in 24 hours. <laughs> Please say it's Brock from Pokemon. Please say it's Barack Obama from the presidency. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Anyway. Um, uh, <laughs> oh. Venom president. <laughs> it stands for VP, but I'm still the president. <laughs> Uh, the, no, they're saying that it's it's something we've never seen before in movies, comics, whatever. It's a whole new new twist on Venom. Totally okay with that. Yeah. We'll see. I'm excited. I think it comes out in October. Uh, Alan Wake. Oh, shit, already? Yeah. They, they're Ooh, like, they're, they're pretty confident about the date, too. We, we are a very big Spider-Man household here. Oh, nice. For anyone listening that's not aware, so... Uh, I did not get a chance to watch all of this conference, so I have news to give to my wife that she'll be very <laughs> excited to hear. Yeah, I forget what date in October, but it's definitely October, and um, I'm trying to think. Oh, pre-orders start the 16th of this month. Yeah. But, you know, unless they have something super cool, 
Uh, and then Alan Wake, they uh, showed some gameplay for Alan Wake 2. I don't know if anyone played the first game. I enjoyed it. I've been meaning to. I, and the second one sounded... has David Harbour, so I'm into it. No, that's Alone yeah. in the Dark. Ah, damn it! Whatever. Yeah. Close. You know, I never played Alone in the Dark either. Both of those games sound interesting to me. Yeah. And I just kind of missed their time. Like, Alan Wake came out at, like, kind of a strange time. Mm-hmm. Was that um, around, like, 2010-ish? Jeepers. I forget when the original came out. Let, let me do a quick it a, Google. It was a 360 game, right? It was a 360 game. Yeah. I didn't get a 360 until, like, 2013, 2012. And I had a lot of catching up to do, because I had... The only system I had up until that point was a Wii mm. and whatever I could get on my PC. So there were a lot of games that kind of like came out and were like in the cultural right, zeitgeist right. for their moment that I just kind of missed. Um, yeah, it was 2010. You nailed it. 2010. Nice. Mm -hmm. Nice. That's another October release, I believe. Um, and I think Alone in the Dark is slated for this year, too, but I can't remember. I think it's soon. Uh, but anyway... Aside from those games, uh, I'm sure everyone was super excited if you did see it uh, with the finale, which was the announcement of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, uh, which is the second part of the remake. I, it's apparently a trilogy, which hype, I didn't realize. Hype, hype, hype. I, I, had... <laughs> I, I had heard trilogy years ago, okay. so uh, that I'm not taken aback by that. Okay, okay. That makes sense. Uh, you know, um... I know nothing really about the series other than what I've heard you gentlemen talk about and what I played with the first part of the trilogy. But yeah, it was super cool to see the trailer and we, we decided we would kind of discuss it, um, talk about our thoughts, feelings, discuss any emotional outbursts. So, I mean, I'll throw it to you guys since you have the most experience with that particular uh, game. I have one starting question that I need uh -oh. to ask because you'll know and I don't want to look it up. Have they announced if it's PS5 exclusive? PS5 to start? exclusive, yes. Oh, yeah. that drives me to nuts, start. man. To start. P Listen, the one thing I will say PS5s are now available. Mm -hmm. Yeah, least. but I'm poor. So, like, and unemployed. I... <laughs> you can this, come this... use mine. Yeah, this is not a, a thing that availability of PS5s will solve in and of itself, but the scarcity <laughs> issue. It's also uh, I see them in the wild 2024, right, the game, so... That's yeah, early good. 2024. No, the reason I was asking is because, like, I I understand why it's a Sony kind of... I think Sony owns the game, right? So it kind of makes sense. No. They don't. Mm -hmm. Well, but I think that they have some... It's an some, exclusivity yeah, agreement. Exclusivity yeah. agreement. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense, but it's it's one of those where it's like, you have the first part of the game. I'm sure the engine and everything's the same. So you could put it on P uh, PC right away, and you're not going to do it. You could. Just, uh, I mean, they're get, probably getting paid by Sony not to. Yeah, this, probably this, this will probably be the thing that makes me get a PS5, to be honest. And I, I think I knew that was going to be the case anyways. So I'm sure they'll sell bundles, and I'll be like, okay, well, as long as I get all that, you know, and you cut me a little slack... You know, I I knew eventually I was going to get a PS5, so this this might be it. Yeah. Right. And there have been whispers that Sony is working on, like, I don't know if it's a Slim or what have you, but, like, a newer version a of the PS5. Yeah, which will... Higher capacity, maybe. Yeah, inevitably lead to lower price points, hopefully. Yeah, which is, I mean, 
it's all good things. Yeah. Honestly, it's nothing. Nothing's gonna make you more financially solvent in terms of buying video games. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it it is good that at least if you want one, you can afford one. It's available. It's not like when I was sitting on Walmart with something in my cart waiting to <laughs> check out, and then it would disappear a second later. Uh, which was dumb. Like That is stupid. I think about how much I've played my PS5 to date, and it's such a slim margin <laughs> that, like, I'm like, it wasn't worth it. All that stress. All that grief, <laughs> yeah. But things to try and remind myself when the new hotness comes around and I do the same bullshit again. <laughs> um, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, aside from being an exclusive, I don't know what you guys thought of the trailer, but I thought it looked pretty good like um the gameplay seems pretty familiar mm -hmm. and all the cutscenes seemed nice uh i i'm happy that they're not like showing any major deviations in tone or anything it's like cool we're keeping on trucking with the good precedent that we already set let's have another good game like that's all you need to do all you need to do is not fuck up <laughs> I'm wondering, because it, you know, it's been reassured by the director of the game. I think that's still Nomura at this point. But also, so. in the uh, the trailer itself, it showed that, like, you're walking around the world map just like you were in the original. My only question is, like, what is the scope of that? Like, yeah. how big is the open world going to be if you're on foot? Because the world in Final Fantasy XV was pretty big, and that's why you had a car, which I know a lot of some people on this podcast weren't a huge fan of. If, if you're going to have to walk else. on foot from place to place, and the world is going to be that big, it's going to be a long trip. We saw chocobos. Well, yeah, there were chocobos, and if you remember, there was a fast travel um, yes. capability in the last game as well. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I assume there will at least be a fast travel um, and the the world map traversing wasn't the same as the world map traversing in the games historically, where, you know, you'd get that kind of overworld map and run around. Mm -hmm. It was more like, it seemed like, to me at least, it looked more like moving scene to scene the way that the first game kind of was, but in an overworld fashion, uh, which is fine. I, I liked it. I think if you can make it more seamless like that and have it not be a shitty experience, good for you. You've done a good thing. Mm -hmm. I wonder if they'll do, and, and Pinto, you played it, so you can comment, uh, like a bounty system for the outside world. Like when you're exploring where you could go to, what were they, like the restaurants where you could pick up bounties yeah. to fight certain creatures? I think that would be fun. Yeah, and I would like that. There was also one point in the trailer where it looked like you were in a party of Jess Bear and Red Thirteen, which I found mm -hmm. interesting. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know if that's going to be a side quest mechanic or a story mechanic, but it's, you know... I've always had a fondness for games where, even if there is a main character, the main character doesn't have to be in your party at all times. I always... I don't know. I always like that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, and... I think that gives the other characters space to develop more, mm -hmm. which is nice. Like, we give a lot of praise to the sixth installment of Final Fantasy because it kind of lets you do that with all of your characters. And I'm a big proponent of continuing to do it here. Uh, I, I liked that it appears like there's some sort of combo system that's showing up. There were a number of points where they showed in combat characters interacting with one another uh, like somebody kind of like got on the back of like Red 13 and, and was like 
I forget it was Barrett or somebody else was attacking an enemy. Tifa and Aerith had a combo, um, which all of that kind of invokes like Chrono Trigger memories to me. I'm like, that's cool. I like that. Like, keep it rolling with that. Just makes the combat better if you can bring that in. I'm, I'm all for it. Um, but I think there were a lot of interesting story pieces. I don't know. Everything's very ambiguous. They definitely did but, that on purpose, though. Oh, well, <laughs> of know? course. I mean, it's a trailer. It's meant to be a teaser. And there's a lot of loose threads that I hope we'll see more of, such as Zack uh, as we come in. But I am not 100% sure, and Pinto Fleming, maybe you guys remember more than me, like at the end when they showed Tifa confronting Sephiroth at... Um, the hell's the name of the mountain is oh, i know it's nibbleheim i forget what Mount the mountain's Nibble. name is oh, is it just mountain nibble <laughs> yeah. okay um <laughs> but uh is that real uh, like yes it is <laughs> pretty sure no that yes that is legitimate <laughs> um so like when she confronts sephiroth with the sword i think that happens mm-hmm. but i don't remember her getting attacked the way she did at the end of that. Yeah, that also happens, but they were Lego people, so, you know, definitely far less graphic. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, I think it's interesting because it left it to be ambiguous about, like, how damaging that attack is in that sense, and at the same time, that's when they had what I would say is the most poignant voiceover, which was, um, you know that she died, so who is she? And it was like, oh? Whereas all of us with old Final Fantasy VII knowledge come in and say, God, do I have to say spoiler alert for original Final well, Fantasy Megan's VII? Well, Megan's never played it, so... It's okay. Well, I'm sorry, Megan. Uh, Aerith died in oh, I, Final Fantasy I knew that. VII. Yeah. Um, so the assumption you walk into is that he's saying, you know, the traditional timeline you're aware of is that Aerith is dead, so how do you have an Aerith, right? Um, but you're also just shown Tifa getting violently attacked. So is there an implication that that could go sideways in that direction too? Um, and, you know, there's a lot of talk of Cloud was never at Nibelheim, you know, kind of stuff. So I don't know. It's very interesting, and I actually really like that they have a a lot of opportunity to take the plot beats and twist them. Uh, I just hope that they commit this time, because after we watched it, I was talking to my wife, and I basically said, like, you know, she's like, oh, I forgot the game, so I gave her a plot synopsis, and I was like, and that point in Remake, spoiler alert, where... um, Barrett is stabbed and basically killed by Sephiroth and I was like holding my breath like oh my god that's new whoa that changes everything and then they undid it and I was like ah if you just commit like it would be really interesting um so I hope they can find some of those bits twist it and keep it like that's that's really what I what I want to see um and and I'm I'm just, I don't know, I'm excited. I'm kind of fired up. <laughs> well, as someone who thinks Tifa's the best character in the game, I'd be very sad if she was not in oh. the rest of the game. Same. Just same. Out there, she is my favorite character by far in that game. Listen, Tifa is the best. No one's going to challenge that. But 
I don't I, know. I'm just, I'm just all for interesting story development. I get it. I get it. I, I think I'm a big fan of that uh, Megamind looking fool. Who's that? Kale I don't know. So. There's some like wizard. Boogin Hagen, Boogin Hagen. I always called him Boogs because I didn't know how to pronounce his name. So Boogie. Boogs. Boogs. I w- I was actually pretty stoked to see Boogin Hagen. <laughs> Megan, uh, you may not be aware of this, but uh, he had no feet. Oh, <laughs> <in Final laughs> Fantasy Seven, the original, because he was a Lego man and he floated, oh. and they were like. Uh, he can just have a firefly ass. It's fine. I it's think fine. he's also like supposed to be 160, so I don't know if his he legs would work shit. anyways. He looks yeah. good for that age. Yeah. He, he. I was impressed with what they did with him in a character design perspective, because I think they took something that could have easily been comical or over the top one way or the other, mm-hmm. and they created a good um, you know, sagacious old man character that he's supposed to be. Right. So, uh, at least from the preview. So I, I <laughs> time know, I will was, tell. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I was happy to see that too. And I'm not going to spoil for you who he is because you don't know. But I could, but I won't. <laughs> Th- thank you. <laughs> I'm really it's just wondering, like, you know, we mentioned earlier the game's two discs, and these are Blu-ray discs. So they hold a lot of shit. And I'm just wondering, like, what the scope of the game is going to be. Because the first game, granted, did stretch Midgar out quite a bit. But all it did was cover Midgar, which, back on the original PlayStation, Midgar was, like, the first third of the first disc. So I'm wondering how far they're going to go with this, considering it's a trilogy, how much they're going to do. A lot further, I would hope. I wonder, I mean, too, with the two discs, if one is just going to be, like... An install disc? Uh, an install disc, yeah, like we saw with The Last of Us Part Two and Red Dead, where it's an install disc and then you have the actual game disc. And that's fine, mm-hmm. honestly, um, because ultimately what that's saying is it's... I mean, the file size is still the same as what you're getting on two discs, but you install it once and play it once, and you don't have to switch discs around, right. which is probably a... A better experience from that perspective. It just sucks how much hard drive it takes. <laughs> um, yeah, I I am interested to see how far it goes as well. I'm interested to see how much side content remains. Um, I didn't see any Kate Sith, and I didn't see any Vincent or Sid or Sid. Um, Where's Barrett's kid? Oh, this is in no. Midgar they're sticking still, to I the think. original because she also disappeared in the original, so you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> Wasn't she being taken care of by Aerith's mom? Yeah, but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like that's what happened in the original. It was like you'll take care of her, right? Yes, and then you never see the kid again until literally the end of the game. Yeah. Oh, jeez. So, Marlene. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's. I mean, Megan, you you may not be as aware, but there's a a ton of optional side content, especially associated with the glorious pleasure palace known as the Golden Saucer. I've heard so many things. I just want to go back to the Honeybee Inn. Uh, Honestly. That's not going to happen. Still, if if they could just make a Honeybee Inn rhythm game, I would be forever happy. 
I would 100 100% 110% <laughs> expect that if they introduce like a golden saucer they would have something that like rhythm that. game yeah. something in there perfect um, I need more that was kind of the, the catalyst of that place was there were a lot of mini games you would do beforehand and then you could kind of relive them there so like there was a snowboarding game there was the bike game submarine uh, which the submarine the the bike was actually in the first part so they'll definitely probably do that again um yeah the, uh, the chocobo racing i i i don't know how you guys felt about chocobo racing and breeding for a golden chocobo all that stuff i love that shit so i'm excited for that again <laughs> i am happy too. to do it once but on subsequent oh, yeah. replays it's a chore <laughs> you don't do it again on a no no Come on, man. One disc is just all of the mini games. I'd I'd be fine with that. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys got a chance to play um, Intergrade. Nope. But no, they turned yet. the um, the mini game of Condor. The hell is that thing called? Fort Condor. Uh, Fort Fort Condor. They turned that into a, a mini game in that, uh, and it's very deep and tactical. Uh, and you go around almost like playing, um, oh my god, I'm losing all my words. The one from Final Fantasy VIII, the card game. Triple Triad. You go around like you're playing that with other people in town, and you find just other characters to play that game against. Uh, like it's a chess match or something. Nice. And, um, I assume they will continue some of that as well. Um, but I was actually very excited to see them continue to build on that, even with something like Intergrade, which was basically like, hey, let's shoehorn Yuffie into this while we're at it. Uh, which I still haven't finished, but I should. So, um, I guess that's another, like, is she just going to be, like, a main character now? Not, like, an optional character like she was in the original? I'm pretty sure, considering she was included in the trailer. Yeah. Uh, which I think is the way to go. I think so, too. It's not like it's a secret anymore. The game is... No. Well, the original is 25 years old at this point, so... Well, everything's so cinematic now that if you wanted to deduct her from the equation, you had you would have to do a lot of work about having new voice lines and new choreography for your videos and stuff, as opposed to we did all this without her to begin with so it's just the same as like either having her there or not having her there as like a little lego person so i don't know we'll see what the little scamp does with my material later on that's all now is but vincent going to be a main character that i wonder um because there was no sight of vincent in the trailer but um, we have to have our to spooky not have goth boy you could have a like a Red Thirteen situation where you didn't really get to play as him, right, in the first game. That's true. That's true. When does where he was he, like a tag along boy? When does he come into the game? Like at the end in the Shinra Tower, or, or are you saying Vincent? I'm saying Vincent Nibelheim. Oh, Vince. Yeah, Nibelheim in the Haunted Mansion. So they'll they'll get to that point. Yeah. So like before you get to Sid, even you can recruit Vincent. I'm wondering if that's around where the game's going to pause for the next one, or if it's going to be around the point where Aerith would have normally died. Probably where Aerith would normally die mm -hmm. is probably the right point. But there's still <laughs> but, so much game left after yeah, that. Yeah, there's a ton. 
There's a ton. Um, uh, I just want to know if we get to fight at uh, another house. I mean, that's a fine it question. Might, <laughs> it might follow tradition of a lot of RPGs where old bosses just become regular enemies later in the game. So you're just walking around the world map and you're like, is that a house over there? I think that's a house. And you go to examine it and it comes to life and you have to fight it. Yes. Well, wasn't there, or I don't think it, maybe I'm wrong. There was no Colosseum in Golden Saucer, right? No, I don't think there so. was no. There, was, no. there probably will be because yeah. they've already created the programming for it. Yeah, I was about to say in six there was, and you would play like you could go back mm -hmm. and fight things you fought before in the Colosseum. So I imagine they'll do something similar if they decide to. Like, they, like you said, the programming's there. There's no reason not to include it at the uh, Golden Saucer. Yeah, my guess would be they give it a, a couple new coats of paint call it something like heck house instead <laughs> and then you have to fight that in, in a new coliseum uh, wait so real quick isn't final fantasy 16 rated m uh, i think so cool that comes out i'm pretty sure they talked too. about there Fucking being like place. a gay sex scene in it i'm not even kidding like Ooh, so that's okay. part of why it was good, good for them a big deal so i'm just wondering like would they i guess they wouldn't really but would they consider making seven mature as well was the first uh, one the first one wasn't Fine mature question. right no. it was just teen so i yeah. think they wouldn't change it i think that'd be they would make sure that it did not like, they would go up to that moment of being mature and keep it just from that if yeah. you get what i mean <laughs> They're they're trying to keep away from it because they know if Tifa showed her titties, the internet, the world would break. Well, don't that come on, don't forget, true. you can go on the date with Barrett too. Oh yeah, yep, the, bro, the bro date. I loved that. You could feel his whiskers against your skin. Oh gosh. <laughs> they they've gotta they've gotta keep the golden saucer just to keep those scenes. The dates. Uh, I don't know what measure they would hold against you to get the uh, the bear. Yeah, they'd have to be careful with case. that too because uh, internet, internet. I'm looking at you. Yuffie is 16. Okay. Is she? Yes, she is. I think Watch they it. I think they aged her. I think they aged her up. Mm. Of course. They I did. think I would think they would have would say she's 18 in the, you know, in it, but. I, for I forgot you can go on a date with her even, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, yep. really, like, there's some dumb stuff you have to do to be able to get the dates with you for your Barrett. But yeah. thanks to the internet, you know, you can figure out how to do it pretty easily. I'm sure if I go on yeah. YouTube, I can find her right now. Or if you're already on YouTube listening to our podcast, just type that in after the show. And I'll again, like, to, to talk about 16 mm -hmm. again for a second, I'm pretty sure they said Clive is the oldest Final Fantasy protagonist ever, and I think he's, like, 30. So... Oh, that's if you don't count, um, what the hell is the name of the dude in 12 that's not Vaughn? Well, he, Bosch? was Bosch. he the protagonist? No. If he was the Whoa. real, if you're following the real story and you're not following the story of some kid that ended up mixed up in shit. He is Bosch von Rotzenberg. Yep. But, um, um, yeah, I just, I kind of like that, you know. Maybe it's because we're getting older now, but like older protagonists are nice because I'm playing Legend of Lagaya right now. I'm pretty sure that Vaughn is 14 and Noah is 12. <laughs> and I think Gal is supposed to be like the wise old man of the team and he's 17. I'm like, wow. Is he really? Yeah. No. That, the party That's in that game is wrong. very, very young. 
He's 17 and has... Oh, wait, no, that's right. I, sorry, I was thinking of the guy from Final Fantasy V, Moon Man. Oh, Moon Man? No, Gallif was old. Yeah. You said Gallif. I that's said Gala. Name, right? No F at the oh, end. Gala. Like okay, the that's, apple. That's why I got there. I heard, I inserted it in my own head. Because we're talking head. about Final Fantasy. But yeah, even yeah. Cloud. Cloud's 21. So, like, sure, yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Sure, you became a super soldier that young very quickly. Um, I don't know. I guess he did have a dream to go off and be big bad fighter boy for quite a while. Yeah, I, I'm excited. I'm excited for sixteen a lot. It, it will always take more to unseat my interest and love of Final Fantasy VII. And I think the new angles that they've taken with it while maintaining the old have really bought me in. Um, and I'm happy about that. This is a game that it could have been so easy to fuck up for money. <laughs> and I'm glad someone had integrity. And part of that is the integrity to do something different. So... Good job. And speaking of integrity, I would also like to give a lot of praise to Square Enix for, honestly, Final Fantasy VII. Intergrade works, too. But 16, they are saying there is no DLC. There is no monetary, you know, extra, you know, microtransactions. They are saying you're getting a full game. For now? I guess. Like, so I won't <laughs> get fishing. It's already in the game, Megan. You won't yes. you won't have to be like, I'm downloading the fishing package. <laughs> and we get a dog. There's already a dog, Whoa. yeah. I'm into that. You get a wolf Me buddy. Too. It it looks cool. It like, really does. I'm I pre I pre ordered nothing and I pre ordered that game. That and that's honestly that's the confidence that seven um remake gave to me gave me the confidence to pre-order that game will i eat my fucking words later on Hopefully i don't not. know maybe <laughs> time will I tell hope not. um but yeah that's that's how i feel about it um i did want to comment on one other thing from the trailer since none of us has brought it up um elena with the turks back yay go elena elena is a cool character <laughs> the turk i love the turks because they're meant to be like comic relief but at the same time i still feel like they're kind of badass even though they are a little silly yeah, they're they're like anti-hero secret agents and a little bit silly. And they all look cool, like they have cool designs. Like that was the whole point. I was like, wow, Rude has a lot of ear piercings. I noticed that in the trailer. I was like, he's got like five ear piercings. <laughs> what a cool they styled guy. Them up. That's something you couldn't have done on a PlayStation 1, you know? And he was pretty cool to begin with, so um, but no, I like that, um, you know, they keep those elements. Like, they bring in Elena, it still feels natural, and you know, everything's fine. It's, it's very cool. Um, yeah, that's kind of a, a low note to go out on that piece on. But, um, no, I, I'm very happy with the blend of tradition and update that they've applied to everything. Um, I Actually, what I was wondering... Do you guys remember that new soldier that was introduced in Seven Remake? The one on the bike. And I forget his name. Whose yeah. name? Do you remember? We his can't name? remember. And all of us were like, "What was the point of that?" Yes, exactly. I, 
still wonder that. That's exactly what I brought up after watching the trailer. I was like, hey, you remember when they introduced that new character <laughs> guy that showed up once or twice and did nothing of value? He flirted. Yeah, with Cloud or I with guess. Jesse? Yeah. Yeah. With just, Cloud. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just both of them. <laughs> it was definitely Cloud. Let's be honest. It, it really was, yeah. Every, dude, everyone was so horny for Cloud in that game. Everyone. <laughs> Jesse the most, my God. <laughs> Jesse was basically like, if you come back home with me, I'll fuck you. Like, I was like, oh, all right. How are you not picking up on this right now, sir? Um, willful ignorance, I guess. Oh, the other piece I wanted to mention, and I don't know if you guys saw this. It seemed like one of the, I forget what the hell they call it, the guys in the cloaks. The che- oh, yeah, the, yeah. I don't think they had an official name. I think they were just called, like, the clones. Remnants or whatever? Yeah, I don't know. I forget. Uh, definitely looked like it was Cloud to me. If you look at it, oh, one yeah. of them has, like, a long blonde hair thing hanging down. Um, and I, I like that they were talking about, vaguely, about the she mirrors all this, yada yada, which is a Genova reference. I'm pretty sure all of us could tell. Uh, that have played the previous game. Um, and then the you know little bit of Cloud in that kind of makes you wonder if he's just a part of Sephiroth in this grander scheme of things, which is kind of interesting. So, yeah, I like that. I, I like that they teased it, they didn't give it all away, and they gave me enough to think about, too. So. I'm excited. And I could probably watch it again and give three new viewpoints on it. <laughs> Any final thoughts? I want it tomorrow, damn it. Well, <laughs> I don't because I need a PS5 first. Give me, give me till early damn. 2024. Fine. Uh, it, you know what? It's actually nice. Uh, June, I think within a week or two is the release date of 16. Yes, the 22nd. Yeah. So actually two weeks from today as we record this podcast. So... I'll be on vacation shortly after that, but once I get back, I'll have time to play through that. We'll get through that before the end of the year. We'll have Spider-Man at the end of the year, and then we get into next year. We will have um, seven... uh, Damn, I keep forgetting the R. Rebirth. Rebirth. (laughs) Quit quit giving it re-things. Just uh, just, uh, confuse my brain. Um, (laughs) But it's a nice flow. It feels like we're getting a little bit more of a game pipeline. Um, these days that have been disrupted uh, the past several years. Definitely. So I feel like it's getting better again. Agreed. Uh, well, if no one has anything else to add, thank you, friends, for listening. Uh, as always, you can find our things on the internet at the www.joypadpod.com. Uh-huh. Yes, one day I'll remember it with confidence, but I highly doubt it. Uh, Anyway, if you have questions, concerns, comments, you can always email us uh, or comment on any of our social channels and maybe we'll see it. Uh, But anyway, Tom, take it. Take it away. Well, hopefully you've sensed our joy over these new games uh, and there's a lot that's out there uh, on the horizon to be joyful for. And you know what? Just look around. Even if you don't have a PS5, take a look at your own game collection. Take a look at your Steam library. Find something that you haven't played. Put together your pipeline, and you'll find a good way to stay joyful.
Bye-bye. Goodbye. 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 <laughs>